Praise the Lord. Did you guys all get some lunch? It was a light lunch on purpose so that you don't fall asleep. We don't want to be asleep, right? Right. right. Come on. We're going to go into our time. We call this the freedom service. And uh, the Lord wants to bring freedom to us in every way. And this is going to be just a time where we're going to worship. Okay. It's going to be a worship service. So we're going to have a lot of extended worship. There's not going to really be preaching of the word during this service. So I want you to get in the presence of the Lord. I want you to press in, press in. You know, a lot of times we kind of cap out. We think, well, I've worshiped enough or, you know, I think I got my fix. And the Lord wants you to press in for more. He wants to stretch you, right? Because that's how we change. He wants to stretch you. You're at, you're in a, this 24-hour period is a time where the Lord, you're being transformed. You're on the Mount of Transfiguration. The Lord is transforming you in His presence. And we need to really press in. Don't let your flesh get in the way. Don't let your mind get in the way. Don't let your mindset wander. The Lord wants to speak to you. The Lord wants to bring freedom to you. So let's just invite the presence of the Lord. During this service, it is going to be a, a one and a half hour, almost one and a half hour time of worship, prophetic words coming forth about freedom. If that word applies to you, I want you to move. I want you to move to the, we're going to have prayer teams available to, for you to be prayed with for that area of freedom. I want you to move. I want you to sit there. I want you to move and get what the Lord has for you. Because the Lord has freedom. He's equipping you. He's equipping you for what he's setting on your heart to do. He's equipping you. You know, this isn't a, we're not pretending here. It's, this isn't, you know, spiritual Disneyland. This is a real life-changing, course-changing encounter with the Most High God. He is here. He is here. He is here. During this time, you know, we'll, I'll have you stand, but if you want to lay before the Lord, we have these prayer blankets. Just grab one. You can lay anywhere. You can go back in the corner, lay before the Lord. You don't have to use it. You can lay before the Lord. If you need to kneel before the Lord, if you want to kneel in your in the pew, that's fine. You know what? This is a time for you to be saturated in His presence. Respond to the Word, okay? So, you know, it is free. It's kind of a free flow worship time. So you can do, but what I don't want is you to check out, okay? I want you to focus in on what the Lord has. I want you to stand. You just ate. I know it was short, but you just ate. We thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit. Come on. Holy Spirit. We're going to press in. We're going to press in. We're going to press in, press in, press in. Holy 
We're changed in the presence of the Lord. We're changed in the presence of the Lord. We're changed. When the Holy Spirit saturates us, he's the great, you know, the greatest detoxer is? The greatest detoxer of our lives is the Holy Spirit. He wants to detox us, detox our lives, detox how we think, some of our thoughts that are not in alignment with him. He wants to detox us. He wants to detox our attitudes. He wants to detox our lackadaisical spirit that we don't really press in like we need. He wants to call us forth. He's making you a muscle believer. You don't have to be weak. You don't have to be weak. You can be strong. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. That's what it says in Ephesians. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong. It's not will you be strong. You can be strong. It's a command. Be strong. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God. That's what the scripture says. So he's calling you out. And he's going to, and during this time, he's going to remove anything that's in your way. Anything that's pulling you back. Anything that's tripping you up. That's what the Lord wants to do. He's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to remove the hindrances. I'm going to remove the hindrances. Some of you have lies that you believe. You believe lies that the enemy has sown in your life. You've had times of pain. You've had times of rejection. Maybe even in your childhood. That, and the enemy sowed a lie that you believe about yourself. Or a lie that you believe about God. Today is a day that the Lord is going to confront that lie and say, You know what? That is a lie from the enemy. And he's going to tear out that lie and put Put truth there. Truth about who you are. Truth about your identity in Him. We break off the lies. Lord, I've, there's lies in our hearts, lies in our spirits because the enemy sowed it there. Could He used a person to do it? Could He used a tragedy to do it? Could He used a disappointment to do it? But if there's lies there, Lord, we open up ourselves to say, remove those lies. Confront those lies. Reveal that I'm believing a lie because you have truth. And the truth shall set you free. Jesus is the truth. And he comes and he brings truth. He's full of grace and he's full of truth. And truth sets us free. He wants you to be free. So, Lord, we welcome you. We step into the river of God. We receive a detox, whatever level of detox that we need. We receive it, Lord. Healing, we receive it. Freedom, we receive it. So let's worship. I want to just read something that as Pastor Lynn was up here sharing about uh, the enemy. One of the things the enemy would like to do is he pretends to be a roaring lion. That's the real lion right there, the lion of the tribe of Judah. Okay? And the enemy would like to tell you that what happened to you in your past defines you. 
Let me read something. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. And if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the images of gold you have set up. You see, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew a spiritual principle that even though there may be accusations, you don't need to defend yourself against the enemy. You don't need to defend yourself against the lies other people tell you. You need to just get into the furnace. And the furnace will burn off the dross. And even if the furnace destroys what's in there, you need to know this. The Lord is with you. And what do we know about the rest of this story? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the furnace and all their bondages were burned off. And they walked out and not even the garments they wore had the scent of smoke on them. You know why? Because the Lord is on your side. Lord, we just praise you right now. We ask that, Lord, as we enter this service, that, God, your Holy Spirit would just burn off anything in us that needs to be removed. Lord, and I pray that the fire will will temper us. Lord, that we will be like steel in the hands of a master craftsman. That, God, you will put steel in us that is refined, that is forged in the Holy Spirit furnace. That every man and woman in this room, God, would be tempered by the power and the anointing of the Spirit. I pray, God, there will be a a release in us of spiritual uh, energy, a spiritual dynamic that transforms us. That, God, we are substantively changed as a result of being in your presence. In Jesus' name we ask.
And he's all, you know what, Lynn, come on, get down to it, because I'm ready to break off some chains. And you know, the first thing that the Lord wants to break off, he says he is Jehovah Rohi. That means I'm the Lord, your shepherd, okay? Now, the Lord is your shepherd, and you don't need anybody else. He makes you to lie down in green pastures. He leads you beside the still waters. He restores your soul. Even when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't have to fear no evil, for he is with you. His rod and staff, they comfort you. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He anoints your head with oil. Your cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, he's your shepherd. But some of you in this room, the Lord says that you experience incredible loneliness. Okay, prayer teams, I want you, I want you to get over on the sides. Prayer teams, those of you that are going to be praying for people. Okay, listen, if this is you, he's going to break this off of you today. Here's anointing oil. You experience incredible loneliness. You feel at times that you have emotional isolation. You don't feel anybody understands you. Okay, if this is you, if I'm describing your experience, the Lord's going to break this off of you. you. You feel lonely because you have rejection in your life. The Lord is going to break off the spirit of an orphan spirit. It's an orphan spirit. The enemy has tried to put on to you an orphan spirit. And the Lord says, you are no longer an orphan. You are a child of God. And I am your shepherd. And I am with you. Even if you go through the valleys, I am with you. And no more loneliness. No more isolation. No more feelings of rejection. The Lord says, I am going to break this off of you. Come on, where's our prayer teams? Come on. Come on, we got people here. Come and pray over them. Prayer teams, come on. Come on, come on. Those of you sitting, y'all sitting here, y'all stand up. And if you're not, if it's not you, guess what? If it's not you, come and pray for the people who it is. Because we're a community of faith. And we're going to break off the spirit of orphan. Right here, right here. Break off the spirit of orphan. No longer orphans. Come on, pray over these people. They're down here. We break it off. We break it off. 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 Jesus is here. He's telling you, daughter, you're my daughter. You're my son. I am your father. I am your shepherd. I am with you even though you've gone through the valley of the shadow of death. Some of you have gone through that valley of the shadow of death. But the Lord says, I am with you. I am with you. It's a spirit from the enemy that says you have to be lonely, that you're isolated. You're not lonely. You're not isolated. I am with you. My presence is with you. We break it off. Come on, break it off. Break it off. Receive the truth. The truth. You shall know the truth. The Lord is sending his word. He's sending his truth. The Lord is filling 
the vacuum. You have a vacuum inside of you. And the Lord says, I am filling that vacuum with my presence, my warmth of my presence, my fire, my love. I am filling that vacuum. Break off that loneliness. Break off that isolation. Break, tear down that wall. Tear down that wall of protection that you're afraid to let somebody in. The Lord says, I am your shepherd. I will not fail you. Come on. We're breaking it off. We're breaking it off. Break it off. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You're not alone. You are not alone. It's a lie from the enemy when you say, I'm alone. That's from the enemy. You are not alone. The Lord, your God, the creator of heaven and earth, he is with you. If you were orphaned as a child, if you lost your parents early, if you were in foster care in a bad situation, the Lord says, I am coming to redeem you. I am coming to heal you. I'm coming to to show you my love. I'm filling the void. You say, I didn't get what I needed. The Lord says, I am here. I am here to fill you. More, 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 more. More, 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 more. Your presence is filling us more. You could even be in a marriage and feel isolated. Come on. That orphan spirit likes to creep in everywhere. Come on. We, we destroy the orphan spirit. You are not an orphan. You are not second class. You are a child of God with an inheritance. And the inheritance of having the presence of God in your life. And everywhere, in every place, in every season, in every situation, the presence of the Lord is there filling the void, filling the vacuum. Come on, freedom over this house. Come on, break off the chains of orphan spirits. We break off the chains of orphan spirit. We break off the chains of orphan spirit. You're no longer an orphan. You're not an orphan. You are a child of God. You are a child of God. You are loved fully, completely by the Lord, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. We break it off. More, more. Now, I want you, those of you that were prayed over, now you're going to believe. You're just, you're going to believe. Believe. Believe the word of the Lord to you today. Believe the word of the Lord to you today. Come on. Start worshiping. Start thanking him. Start thanking him by faith. I'm no longer, I'm no longer an orphan. I'm no longer lonely. I'm no longer isolated. The presence of the Lord fills the space. He's a space filler. He's a space filler. The Lord is a space filler. I am not lonely. I am not 
isolated. There is not a vacuum in my life. He is the space filler. Come on, start worshiping him. Dance like the weight has been lifted. Grace is waiting. Come on, worship team. Grace is Come on. Waiting. More. Dance like the has been lifted. Come on. Grace is And the Lord says, there's some of you in this room that you feel unworthy. You feel unworthy. You feel like you have to earn the love of God. There's some of you in this room that you, you are wearing a stained robe. The Lord has put on you a pure white robe on you, but you look at it like it has stains on it because you have the remembrance of your past. And the Lord says, I want to remove that stained robe. I have put a white robe on you. He wants to wipe the memory of the past. He doesn't want you to look at yourself through your past. He wants you to look at yourself through Christ. He wants you to look through your, at yourself through the pure white robe of Christ. You are not second class. You can receive. He wants you to tear off the stained robe. That is a false robe. The Lord wants you to wear a pure white robe. You don't have to feel like you are blemished in any way. His 
righteousness. He says, I am Jehovah Sitkanu. It's my righteousness you wear. It's my righteousness that you wear. So if you feel at times that you have to earn the love of God, or if you feel at times unworthy or insecure in your relationship with the Lord, or that you have a, a, like a, in your mind, it's difficult for you to forgive yourself for something, even though you know the Lord has forgiven you, but it's difficult for you to forgive yourself and you bear a burden of saying, I have a hard time forgiving myself because of something that I've done. Today is the day for freedom over that. The Lord says, I am your righteousness. You wear a pure white robe. It's not stained with anything from your past. You don't need to have the remembrance of something from your past. The Lord says, I am freeing you. That's the enemy who's the accuser. It's the enemy who reminds you. If that's you, I want you to come. It's t- this is the freedom service. If you need to say, you know what? If you have that script in your head sometimes, raise your hand so we know who's feeling that way. Come on, come on up here. Come on, if that's you, prayer team, there's, these are prayer team members right here. Raise your hand, let's get some freedom. Prayer team, prayer team, prayer team, let's let them know who you are. If that's you, come on. He's, today is the day of freedom. It's the, no more, no mas, no mas, no mas, no mas. No more for this, no more for this. Freedom, 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 freedom. Freedom, 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 freedom. Holy Spirit, you are our righteousness.
Come on. There is Kadesh, your sanctifier. I am the one who is your cleansing stream. I am the one who cleanses you. I am the one who sanctifies you. I am the one who makes you pure. The Lord says today, I want to free you. I want to free you from any addictions. I want to free you from a spirit of fear. I want to free you from the addiction to the world and pleasing the world. I want to free you from man-pleasing. I want to free you from anxiety. I want to cleanse you. I want to free you from impure thoughts, addictions to impurity. I want to free you today. The Lord says, I am a sanctified. I am the great detoxer. I am your sanctifier. You don't have to run anywhere else. I am able. I am able to cleanse you, to make you clean. So if you need that, if you need the Lord to be your sanctifier, if you need the Lord to sanctify you, we all do. Actually, we all do. We all need him to be our sanctifier. Lord, make us clean. Free us. Free us, Lord, from things, from sins we've committed or, or our disobedience, Lord. Lord, we ask for freedom, Father. Freedom over our sins. Freedom over our addictions. Freedom over our, our worldliness. Freedom over materialism. Freedom over selfishness. Lord. Free us, Lord. Free. Come on. This is a corporate thing. All of us need freedom from, from something. Lord, we ask for that freedom in the name of Jesus. Free us. Free us. Free us. Come on. Come on. Press in. Create in me a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart, oh God. Create in me a clean heart, oh God.
your healer. The Lord is Jehovah Rapha. He is healer. And you know, I feel like the Lord is uh, pinpointing some areas of healing. And, he, and anybody that has pain from their neck to their spine, tailbone, legs to feet. It's like the Lord is showing me from the top of their, top of your spine down to your feet. If you have pain in your body, I want you to come down here. The Lord is, is showing me. He's going to get the fire is going, of God is going to go right down that spinal cord, right down to your feet, right here. Come and stand right here. The Lord's the fire of God, the finger of God, which is the Holy Spirit, his finger is going to go right down your spinal cord. Come on, Pastor David, Randy, come on, let's pray. Right down your spinal cord. The fire of God is going to touch your spinal cord, touch your feet, touch your legs, whatever it is, is right down to the bottom of your feet. Oh, you're going to be free. You're going to be free. More freedom. More freedom. Come on, come on, come on. More freedom. Fire of God. 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 Showers of mercy and grace. Fire of God from the top of your head to the soul of your touches you or not just believe just believe healer. I believe you're my healer. I believe you're my healer. I believe, I believe, I believe you're my healer. I believe you're my healer. I believe you're my healer. Nothing is impossible with my God. Fire of God, fire, healing fire, healing fire of God, the warmth of the Lord. More, more, we love you, Jesus. Oh, greater, you're greater, you're greater than any sickness, you're greater than any disease. You stomp it out with your feet, you stomp out what the enemy tries to do to our bodies with your feet, you stomp it out. You stomp it out. That sickness cannot stand. That pain cannot stand. Freedom, 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 freedom. Freedom reigns in this place. Showers of mercy and grace. Falling on every face. There 
Come on. Praise you, Lord. The Lord says, I am your Jehovah Shalom. I am your peace. I am your peace. And the Lord wants to bring peace to you. There are those in this room that you have a sleep disorder. You have sleep disorder or a disorder that has to do with anxiety. If you have any sort of sleep disorder or difficulty sleeping, you have to take a bunch of medications to sleep and it really doesn't give you sound sleep. Or if you have anxiety that keeps you awake, I want you to come down. The Lord wants to free you from that sleep disorder and and anxiety because the Lord gives his beloved sleep. Come on, if you have that, a sleep disorder, if you have difficulty sleeping, if you have night terrors, if you have difficulty in sound sleep, raise raise your hand if that's you. Okay, raise your hand so we know who you are. If that's you, raise your hand. Come on. Come on, if that's you, over here, over here, over here. Here's people right here. Come on. If you have difficulty sleeping, the Lord says, I want to free you. I give my beloved sleep. The sleep of the righteous is sweet. That is a promise. That's your inheritance. The enemy's trying to steal, kill, and destroy your inheritance. We rebuke the devourer. We rebuke things that are trying to interfere with sleep interfere with sleep we rebuke the devourer we rebuke the devourer we bind anxiety we bind worry we bind fear and we throw it into the pit of hell where it belongs it does not belong in the child of god do you hear me anxiety fear depression does not belong in the child of god the lord has given you the inheritance of sound sleep of rest your spirit shall have rest the lord says your mind shall have rest your body shall have rest says the lord come on remove lord we remove those obstacles to the river of rest the river flow of rest to them we remove the boulders we remove those things that are in the way we bind that spirit of fear we bind anxiety we bind worry we bind it and we throw it into the pit of hell where it belongs for i have not given you a spirit of fear but a spirit of power love and a sound mind i have not given you a spirit of fear but a spirit of power love and a sound mind you will have a sound mind and have sound rest the lord says i have not given you a spirit of fear says the lord but a spirit a sound mind a spirit of power love sound mind power love sound mind over you we declare that word over your life right now
says he's your champion. He's Jehovah Sabaoth. He's your champion. And the Lord wants to bring victory in your life. He's Jehovah Nisi, the God of victory. And for some of you in this room, you feel like you've had a season that just won't come to an end. The story of Jehovah Nisi is this, that Moses raised his hands in battle and the battle was raging. And the day the Lord caused the sun to stand still until the battle was over, but it was a, a lengthy, lengthy day. So lengthy that Aaron and Hur came and held up the arms of Moses because as long as his arms were held up, there was victory. The battle was going towards victory. And the Lord says, I am Jehovah Nisi, the God of your victory. And some of you in this room are experiencing battle and you've had a season of battle. You feel like you've uh, wrestled and wrestled and wrestled. And the Lord is saying, you know what? I want you to know. I am Jehovah Nisi, the God of your victory. And the time is coming. Your battle is not going to be forever. But the time is coming that you will have victory in your battle. And that in your intercession and in your prayer, the Lord says, I have heard you. I have heard your voice. I have heard your, what you have said and what you have asked. And I will bring it to pass. If that's for you, that's a word for you. Some of, you said, some of you have been in long, kind of a season of battle. If you've been in a season of battle, I just want you to stand up and just, you don't have to come down here, just stand up and receive that word right now. Just stand up. If you had a season of battle, it could be over children, it could be over maybe your health, it could be over whatever, personal thing in your life. And you've gotten weary sometimes. The Lord's sending his word. I'm Jehovah Nisi the God of victory, victory in battle, victory, victory in battle. Don't lower your hands. You know what you're going to do right now. See, just like Moses did, you're going to keep praising. Come on. We're going to keep praising you, Lord. We're going to believe you, God, for, for the victory. We're going to believe you, God, that you bring about the victory. I see the victory, Lord. I see it first in the spiritual realm. Before I see it in the physical realm, I see the victory. Come on. Come on. I see the victory. Press in. Press in. Right? Press in. Press in. Don't shrink back. God, I serve. 
big things. There are some of you that are battling for your children. Ooh, I can feel the Holy Spirit on this one. And he's saying, this is the year, baby. This is the year. Come on. Come on. Come on. Don't, but you know what? What you do with your arms, don't you lower those arms. Keep them up. Keep them up. Keep them up. Keep them up. Because you're going to see a victory. You're going to see a victory. You're going to see a victory. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to my Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. You know what? The Lord is also saying right now in your battle in this year when you're going to see your victory the enemy keeps telling some of you in this room you may be grandparents parents auntie uncle whatever the enemy keeps telling you to shut up he keeps telling you don't say that don't say that he's telling you to shut up he's trying to intimidate you from speaking forth even to your children the word of the lord the word of the Lord brings life. The word of the Lord brings freedom. The word of the, the truth sets people free. Yes, even your children. And the enemy is trying to convince you, intimidate you to say, shut up. You're making everybody uncomfortable right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's from the enemy. You, you know what? The louder the enemy tells you to shut up, the more you need to shout it. You know, you need to shout it. Because he's just, he's just revealing his hand. He's just exposing his hand. That you're going to see a victory. That you're going to see a victory. Come on. Let's see. generation the enemy tries to sever that but the Lord says no there will be victory they will know me they will know me as their God they will know me not just as their God in some sort of lukewarm 
way, but they're going to know me as their God in fire. They're going to know me as their God in the wind of God. They're going to know me as their God, as the one who intervenes, the one who is a miraculous God. And they will also have fire in their belly. The fire of God will be passed to the next generation, and it will burn brightly. It will burn brightly because this is the inheritance of the servants of the Lord. No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper, and your children shall know God, but not just in, they shall know him in power. They shall know him in fire. They shall know him in his glory. The enemy has tried to sever. He has tried to sever the heritage of faith. So there's always a start over. But the will of the Father is that it goes from generation increasing. That our, that our ceiling is the next generation's floor. Do you hear me? Our ceiling is the next generation's floor. So that they have the double portion. The double portion. That like Elisha had the double portion. And so right now, for those of us that want to pray over our children, we're going to pray the double portion of the Spirit of God on them right now. Wherever they may be. They may be a part of, a, in another country right now. They may be serving God and, or they may be far off from God. Wherever they may be right now, we're going to pray a double portion over our children because the heritage of faith will be passed on and they will walk in power and they will take down the enemy. They will not be intimidated by the enemy or the world. So let's lift up our voice and pray double portion of the Spirit of God. Come on, let's pray. And you turn it for good. And you turn children or grandchildren or or nieces or nephews or spiritual children whatever you call out their name right now just call it out call it out and say double portion over them start calling out their name right now they're gonna feel the presence of the lord start calling them out doesn't matter how old they are just call it out call them out say they're gonna have a double portion they're gonna have a double portion of the spirit of god on their lives they're gonna take down the enemy what the enemies try to do to kill steal and destroy that it, that the lord says you know what i'm intervening in it right now i'm intervening we bind the enemies we bind his lie we bind his lie we bind his lie come on oh yes come on we name your children name them before god 
name them before the throne room of God. Say, you know what, Lord? Pour out on them. Pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit. Flood them, Lord. Flood them, Lord. Flood them, Lord. Saturate them. Saturate them. Right now, wherever they're at, saturate them. Accost them. Apprehend them. Yes, Lord. Apprehend them. Apprehend them, Lord. Apprehend them, Father, by your Holy Spirit. Tear off, Father, anything that's preventing them. Tear off a hardened heart. Tear off a worldly mindset. And fill them, Lord, with your Spirit. Tear off the spirit of control. And fill them with your Holy Spirit. commissioning service just feel in my spirit that I need to pray over people who feel that they have some area of their life where there's barrenness where there's not fruitfulness and the Lord wants to break off the barrenness on you it could be financial, it could be physical barrenness, unable to have a child it could be ministry barrenness it could be barrenness with purpose but the lord wants to break off barrenness the lord has a history he has a history of breaking off barrenness he loves to break off barrenness for his glory and if you say you know what i feel like i feel like you know even every ministry that i started or whatever it just doesn't have fruit or or I, I want to have a baby and I've tried, we've tried for years and years and years and we can't have a child. It could be financial barrenness. It feels like my finances, it feels like we're always behind. It feels like we're always in debt. It feels like we can't ever do, be free to do the ministries that we want because we're always bound to debt. Whatever it is, whatever kind of barrenness, if that's you, I just want you to stand up, say, you know what? I want that barrenness broke. Stand up. I want you to come forward. Break it off. Be like Hannah. You got to want it. If you don't want it, it's all right. Just stick in your barrenness. Just don't complain about it. Nobody's barren. Everybody's super fruitful. Well, you know what, Lord? I need it. I want more. 
I want more, I want more, I want more. I want a drink of you. I want you to enlarge my territory. Lord, I want more, I want more. I want to be full and overflowing, Lord. I want to be not just have fruit. I want to have more fruit. I want to have abundant fruit in my life. Lord, I want to have so much fruit that it glorifies you, that people see the fruit of my life. We break off barrenness. We break off barrenness. We break off financial barrenness. Anybody have financial barrenness? Anybody have some debt they need to get ripped, get wiped away? The Lord also wants to break off. If you're in a business and your business is in a stale season, the Lord wants you to know this, that as you draw near to him, he's going to bless your business. We've had businesses in this church that have quadrupled and multiplied when we pray for them. And if you're in a business situation that you need God to give you divine revelation, you need to come forward. But let me tell you what he's going to do before you come forward, because there's a a commitment to it. You're not going to use that wealth that's created just for yourself. You're going to use it to build the kingdom of God. The Lord wants you to take the wealth of the wicked and use it to sanctify it by the blood of the Lamb and use it to establish His kingdom and to tear down the works of the enemy. So I want to challenge you, if you're a business person here this morning or this afternoon and you have a a stale, flat business, I want you to come forward if you're willing to make that sacrifice. Lay Lay your business on this altar and ask the Lord to release the favor of heaven, the blessing of heaven upon your business. Taste and see that the Lord is good. 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 You don't have to do it in yourself. You don't have to do it in your own self. The Lord says, taste and see that I am good. Some of you don't feel you're worthy of fruitfulness. The Lord says, I want to embarrass you with how much fruit I want you to have in your life. I want to embarrass you. I want to platform you to show forth the fruit that what I can do, what I can do. So we give it to you, Lord. We give it to you, Lord. Bring forth fruit. Bring forth fruit. Bring forth fruit. Bring forth the more. The more. The abundance, Lord. The abundance. The abundance. The abundance, Lord. The abundance. You're the God. You're El Shaddai. You're the abundant one. It's not just enough. Some of you are settling for just enough that you can make it. And the Lord says, well, I'd like to give you more than enough. More than enough more than enough more than enough for my glory for my glory for my glory more than enough more than enough more than enough Lord we break off the barren land we know we need your blessing may we be like Jacob that wrestled with God and said change my name Change my name. I want to see your glory. 
but I won't leave this place until you bless me. And Lord, you want to say that today. I want to bless you. I want to bless you. I want to bless you.
going to do now is we're going to be shifting right now. We're going to go into a time where we're going to be commissioning everybody. Those of you that have the handouts, the handouts for to be distributed, if you can grab those handouts. It's not the handout. It's a... Uh, There's a handout that's supposed to be given to you just in a minute here. If you have to go potty, go now. If you're sweating like me, you don't have to go. Come on, people. If you ever go overseas with me, we'd be doing... This is what we do right here. This is heaven meets earth. You know what? I want the, the lights just to go down a little bit. Because ultimately, we don't just have a good time. There's something that the Lord speaks to us that we're to do. God has something for you to do. God has something for you to do. If you can help, somebody can help Pastor David distribute these and make it faster. And what I want you to do with this paper that you're receiving, this is, you're going to, there's a pen in the front of the pew. You're going to write on this paper. What are you going to do on this paper? You're going to write on this paper. And you're going to write what God is going to ask you to do something, whatever he tells you. You say, well, I don't know yet. Well, in a minute, you're going to know because I'm going to give you some good options. <laughs> so we're going to talk about what the Lord is asking of you. And then what's going to happen, for those of you that like to know what we're going to do, at the end of, of my message, we're going to have, I'm going to distribute some communion. You're going to take some communion on your own. And then you're, there's going to be prayer teams up here. And what you're going to do is you're going to read the commitment that you've made to the Lord, to the prayer team. Okay, listen. You're going to read it. Because you're going to make a covenant with the Lord. Now, the list that you received, I'm going to talk to you about it so you don't have to necessarily understand it right now. I'm going to be sharing a few things about what God is asking us to arise to. Okay? He's asking us to arise. See, he's not a champion so that we aren't champions. He's a champion so that we become champions. Do you hear me? He wants us to arise. He, did, he rose from the dead so that we can arise from our deadness to life. Somebody give me an amen, will you? Did you all fall asleep? No. He arose so that we can rise. And he is calling you forth to rise. You know, the word arise in scripture is actually a military command. It's a command. It doesn't just say arise, but it's like a military general telling somebody, giving them an assignment, saying, I have need of you. And the person who arises stands at attention and receives his or her orders. That's the context of arise. And the Lord is giving you orders. He is your commander-in-chief. 
He is Jehovah Saboth, the Lord of hosts. And now he's going to speak to you and say, now you're going to arise. Okay? So here we go. Get out your pen. You can write while I talk. If whatever, listen, not every point will apply to you. But there will be at least one thing that's going to apply to you. Okay? And then you're going to, to uh, write down what the Lord is telling you to do. First thing, how are you going to arise? Some of you are going to arise and believe God for an unexpected new thing or a new path that he has for you. In Genesis chapter 13, verse 17, the Lord tells Abram, see, this is a story when, remember, Lot and Abram, they had a fight, they had a feud, and so Lot chose the green ground, remember, the green grass, and what did Abram get? And Abram was the older of the two. Lot chose the easy green grass. And Abram, God said, I'm going to give you this. Since Lot chose that, you get the Rocky Mountains. Now, maybe Abram didn't necessarily want the Rocky Mountains. He probably wanted the green grass because it looked a lot easier. And possibly Abram was disappointed that it was the more difficult journey that God had asked him to have. This was the harder ground. This was the mountainous ground. This was not the easiest route. But the Lord told him to arise, and I want you to walk the length and the breadth of the place that I'm giving to you, this unexpected path. See, sometimes we think God's going to do it a certain way. We have our eyes fixed in a certain direction, and God says, nope, I'm going to do something else, and I'm going to do it differently, and I'm going to put you in a different direction. But I'm asking you today to arise for the new unexpected thing. It's a change of the dream. You may say, I want this, God. I've asked of this. And the Lord says, guess what? I'm telling you, I'm giving you a new dream, a new path. It's not going to look like what you thought. But it's what I want from you. And I'm going to tell you it's going to be your place of blessing. It's going to be your place of multiplication. It's going to be a place where I'm going to multiply you in a way that it had you gotten the thing that you thought you wanted. I could not multiply and make you fruitful. But because you said yes to the harder ground, I'm going to cause you to be fruitful and multiply. Is God asking for you to choose arise and do something that's different unexpected is that what God is asking of you second arise arise and receive the promise Joshua in the first chapter of Joshua this is when Moses has died and God tells Joshua now therefore arise cross over this Jordan you and all this people into the land which I am giving to them. It's time for you to quit wandering in the desert and arise and go into your promised land. It's time for you, in order for Joshua to get to the promised land, he had to go through the Jordan River. Remember, the more waters had to part. More miracles had to happen. But the Lord said, Joshua, Arise. It's time for you to receive the promise. You've waited long enough. 
it's time for you to cross over. Maybe you've waited for your husband or your wife or somebody else around you to give you permission to go into the promised land. You're waiting and you're waiting. And the Lord is saying, you know what? Now is the time to arise and receive the promise that has been given to you. Maybe you need to go home and make changes. Maybe you need to go home and say, honey, we've decided this. And now we're going into our promise. We're not going to wander. We're not going to eat of the manna anymore, but we're going to eat of the land of the promise. Is God asking you to go into a new thing, something that you've actually prayed for, something that you've actually wanted, but now it's time to take the step of faith. It's prayer time is over now. Now it's get up and do it time. It's action time. Arise and receive the promise. See, Joshua, he knew it was time to go through over to the other side because the presence of the Lord parted the waters. Joshua 3 3 says this. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God being carried by the Levitical priest, you shall set out from where you are and follow it. See, the priests with the Ark of the Covenant went before the people. And when they stepped into the waters of the Jordan, they parted. Just like way back when, when Moses put his staff into the waters of the Red Sea and they parted. This time, it was the Levitical priests that went ahead and the waters parted, symbolizing the presence of the Lord. And you have experienced the presence of the Lord over the last 24 hours. You have experienced in a very intense way. And that is a sign unto you from the Lord that he is parting the waters for you to go into your promise. Some of you have a location change or a ministry commitment change or a ministry commitment or a mindset change. It's time for a change. It's time to commit to something. Some of, you know, some of you have talked and talked and talked about it. And the Lord says, now it's time for you to commit to do it. No more talk. Let's do the walk. No more talk in the desert. Let's walk through the Jordan and get to the promised land and start defeating the enemy and taking the territory because the Lord has promised you an inheritance and a territory, not just for yourself, but for the generation that's following you. And that's why it's important that you go and that you go into the land of promise. Arise and receive the promise. What else? Arise and take back what the enemy has stolen. And the story of Deborah, Deborah actually being very um, different for her culture, a woman judge, a woman leader. There wasn't a lot of them. Most of them were men. But God called her to arise and take leadership and take back what the enemy had stolen from her people. Judges 5-7 says this. This is the song of Deborah. See, the people were under terrorism by the enemy until I, Deborah, arose. Until I arose, mother in Israel. 
She was called to redeem something. She was called to take back what the enemy had stolen. She was called to inspire the next generation to take back what the enemy has stolen. Why do I say that? Because there is a young woman, a village woman by the name of J.L. With the inspiration of her leader, Deborah, she decides to take a hatchet, to take a, a spike, a tent peg, to destroy Sisera, the enemy, who was the leader of, that was terrorizing Israel. See, Deborah had to arise so that Jael could arise. Do you hear? And a lot of times we could be sent saying, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter if I say yes to God. It doesn't matter if I step out. But it does matter. Because the next generation needs to see you do it so they know how to do it. So they need to be inspired by you. They need to be mentored by you. It's time for you to arise. You need to say to the enemy, no more. Not on my watch, enemy. No more. Not on my watch. Are you letting things go? When the Lord says, it's time for you to arise and demolish the strongholds. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 says, the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of this world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. You know why I put that scripture in? Because I thought it was interesting that J.L. hammered Sisera right in the temple. Right where the thoughts are. Right in the brain to kill him. And it was like a symbol saying, you know what? We destroy the thoughts of the enemy. Amen, Pastor Lynn. See, because the greatest prevention for us stepping out, what prevents us, what holds us back, is not everything external, but it's right here. And we take on, we adopt the thoughts of the enemy about ourselves or our situation. And therefore, we don't step out. We don't arise. And that's why it's important to say, even right now, I take captive the thought of the enemy. I will not let the enemy's thoughts be the thought about whether I can arise. But rather in obedience and by faith, just like these people in Scripture, I will arise and take back what the enemy has stolen. Is there some things in your family, in your life that the enemy has stolen, that the Lord is saying over you, arise and take back what the enemy has stolen. Four, arise and leave your captivity. You know, the jail door is open. Isaiah 61, arise, shine, for the light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen over you. The truth is this. The jail door is open. You got to leave the prison. You got to leave the jail. The jail door is open. Arise. Get out of there. 
Don't go back. Don't go back to your depression. Don't go back to your anxiety. Don't go back to your worry. Don't go back to your fear. Arise out of your negativity. Arise out of the negative views that you have on yourself. Arise. Arise out of your captivity. It's time for you to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Arise. You don't need to go back. You are not an orphan. Over the freedom service, those of you that came down here and you feel the loneliness and you feel isolation. And the Lord has said, I have broken off by faith. I have broken off the loneliness, the isolation. The Lord says, now arise out of that prison. When, it, when that prison is trying to suck you back in, you say, no, I have risen out of that. I will no longer dwell in that place. I will no longer let those thoughts be captive to, captivate me. See, the Lord has promised you it's time to arise, to get out. You don't need to le- live there anymore. Five, arise and rebuild that which was destroyed and stolen. Arise and rebuild. In the story of Nehemiah 2.20, this is when he sent back after the temple has been destroyed, the people have gone into captivity, and now Nehemiah, Ezra and Nehemiah are going back, and they're rebuilding the walls of Jerusalem and the temple. Nehemiah 2.20 says, Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore, we, his servants, will arise and build. Sometimes we go through things and it feels like God has taken or allowed everything to be taken from us. Sometimes we go through things and things have been destroyed. And we say, God, why? That's where Israel was. Why, God, this temple, why was it destroyed? It was a sad thing for the temple and them to go into bondage. But now the Lord says, It's time for you to rebuild. Ezra 3.12, when it came the time when they rebuilt the temple, Ezra 3 verse 12 says this, this was the response of the people. But many of the older priests and Levites and family heads who had seen the former temple, who had seen the former temple wept out loud when they saw the foundation of this temple being laid. While many others shouted for joy. See, some wept because they remembered the past and they remembered what they lost and they still had the sense of mourning about it. While others shouted for joy. No one could distinguish the sounds of the shouts of joy from the sound of weeping because the people made so much noise and the sound was heard far away. Why did some people weep and others rejoice? Because sometimes we can get caught up in yearning for the past, yearning for the thing that we lost, yearning for the grieving over the the dead thing, the thing that died, the thing that we loved and it died. It could be a ministry. It could be a relationship. It became something that we really enjoyed and we grieve and it's okay to grieve it. It's okay. It's actually healthy to grieve it. But there's a point. There's a point when God says, okay, you've had your season of grief. And now the Lord says, but now it's time to arise and rebuild. It's time because I'm going to do a new thing. The Lord says, you have been in sorrow. And I have seen your sorrow. But now... I have seen your sorrow, but now 
It's time to rebuild. Isaiah 30, 19 says, People of Zion who live in Jerusalem, you will weep no more. How gracious he will be when you cry for help. As soon as he hears, he will answer you. You will weep no more. Some of you in this room, you have to arise and rebuild maybe your family. Relationships. God wants you to rise and rebuild it. You're going to weep no more. The Lord wants you to rejoice in the new thing that he's going to do. God is rebuilding. It will look different. It will be different, but it's going to be beautiful. And you're to arise out of your past, rise from yearning for the past, and embrace the new thing that God has. Because when we stay in the season of grief, it becomes a spiritual tomb to us. And the Lord doesn't want you to live in a spiritual tomb. Your grief does come to an end. The weeping is over. And the tears that you've poured out, the Lord has collected. Listen, the Lord doesn't despise those tears. He understands them. He collects them. They're precious to him. But that's not where it stays. He keeps those tears, but he still says, now go arise and build. There's a new thing I have for you. Six, arise and receive your assignment. When Philip, he was sent to Samaria and the Jews and the Samaritans hated each other, but God sent Philip there. Acts 8.26, it says, arise and go toward the south and to Gaza, which is the desert. Arise and receive the call. It may not have been what you think you should do, but I am sending you. Do you have a calling? When we had the service this morning and you know that the Lord is calling you and anointing you, arise and receive that calling. Receive that assignment. Lastly, arise for your healing. The Lord has brought healing to people over the 24-hour period. The Lord has brought you healing. Now, arise, take up your bed, and walk. Don't get back on your bed when you get home. Arise, take up your bed, and walk. What do you need to rise to? What do you need to arise to? Now I want you just to take a time right now. What's, what is the Lord has spoken to you? He's asking you to arise right now. I want you to write down because you're going to in a minute. You're going. This is a covenant time. Pastor David, could you get the communion and just have people distribute it? We're going to give you a communion, a package communion thing with the wafer on the top and the juice. And as you're ready, as you're asking of the Lord right now, as you're asking of the Lord, write first. I want you to write first your commitment to how God wants you to arise and then take your communion. Worship team, why don't you just lead us in a song as they're contemplating what the Lord is speaking to them.
been writing something, I want you to take your communion. You're going to just do it privately. Okay, go ahead and take it between you and the Lord, the bread and the blood. Because you're getting, you're preparing your heart. You're going to have a covenant moment with the Lord, covenant time with the Lord. God takes covenant very seriously. He takes our words seriously. We take his word seriously. He takes our word seriously. There's life and death in the power of the tongue. That's why covenant is important. Thank you, Lord. Prayer teams, after your um, take your communion, if you can come up here, because we're going to need you to come up here spread all the way out here Holy Spirit come on I want you to it's a holy moment holy moment here's some anointing if you can grab an anointing oil here anointing oil for those of you, grab anointing oil here. Morning. Prayer teams. Lacey and Alvin. Prayer I see teams. the cloud. Dust I want you guys to stand up. Okay, just stand up. We're going to sing. It's a holy moment. To see your glory like Moses did. Yes, Lord. Flashes of light. Yes, Lord. Rolls of gathering does not look important to the world but it's the most important thing you can be doing because you're not of this world you are a supernatural person and the Lord wants to release an even greater supernatural flow from your life that's why I had the worship team sing show me your glory because it talks about Moses and it talks about Jesus. It talks about Moses who went up to the mountain and experienced the glory of God. He got to meet with God face to face. And the people didn't really get it when he came down, but he got it. He got it. He understood it because he saw God face to face. 
And we fast forward to Jesus who came full of God's glory. And he walked amongst the people. And some people didn't think much of Jesus. And yet, the, he was the creator of the universe. He was the one that created everything. And they didn't think much of him. And he had glory surrounding him. And yet, the world couldn't even see it. Because they were blind. But then he said, you know what? I'm going to gather some fishermen. And I'm going to go about and I'm going to do supernatural things. I'm going to open up blinded eyes. I'm going to have the mute speak. The deaf hear. The lame walk. I'm going to feed people, thousands of people. With just a few loaves of bread and fish. I'm going to show my glory. And if I can do it, you can do it, disciples. If I can do it, you can do it. Because I gave you authority to tread on serpents. I gave you authority to cast out demons. I gave you authority to heal the sick. And guess what? Fast forward to today. The Lord is still doing that. And he says, I give you authority to walk in my glory, to walk in my glory, whether the world recognizes it or not, my glory is present in your life. This is a holy moment because the Lord wants to increase his glory in your life. He wants you to step in. He doesn't want you to run away. He doesn't want you to disobey. He doesn't want you to adopt the thoughts and the lifestyle and the mentality of the world that is blind to the glory of God. He wants you to walk in his glory. Doing what he called you to do. And he is speaking to you today saying, arise. I have need of you. Arise. Take back what the enemy has stolen. Arise for your healing. Arise. 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 Redeem that which the enemy has stolen. Arise. Take the promised land. Arise. Take the new path, the hard path, the difficult path. But guess what? That hard path, that difficult path is the path of my blessing. It's the path where I'm going to, to cause you to be blessed and multiplied like the stars in the sky. Do you see the cloud? I see the cloud. I step in. Come on, we're going to step into the cloud of his glory. Stepping in. I want to see your glory. Come on, let him rest on you. Let it rest on you. Let the glory of God rest on you. Flashes of light. Yes, Lord. Show. 
paper I want you to get ready what you're going to do is there's worship there's prayer teams right over here we have two over here we have a prayer team here prayer team prayer team prayer team prayer team Randy why don't you come with um, Jacob over here we have prayer teams plenty of prayer teams and what you're going to do prayer teams listen up because they're going to read to you their statement of how they're to arise don't come up here and say I don't know don't you do that you need to do the work don't you have somebody else tell you you need to know the Lord wants to tell you don't 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 take the out and say oh I didn't know so I'm just not going to do it no you're not going to do that you're going to do it some of you say I better sit down and figure it out well yes you should there's something you need to arise to do. You don't make lazy kids. He's all, you know what? I've called you out. You're going to step into his glory. Holy Spirit. Come on. This is not, this is not a flesh thing. This is a spirit thing. Holy Spirit, come on. We welcome you. 
faces down to the ground in your presence, Lord. With our tears, we wash your feet. We bow low, we bow low, falling on our knees. We bow low, we bow low to the King of Kings. We bow
If you haven't been prayed yet, with yet, we still have some teams available. If you've been waiting, there's a team over here. There's a team right here that's willing to pray with you. Make sure you get to uh, do your covenant time with the Lord. This is a precious time. It's an important time. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Heaven and earth. Heaven and earth is meeting right now. Heaven and earth. The power of God is here. The presence of the Lord is here. Don't miss your appointment. Don't miss your appointment. If you need prayer, if you haven't received prayer, this is the time. We st- some prayer teams are open. If you haven't received yet, come on. Come on. I think there's a few left. If you guys want to get prayer, you can't. <laughs> if you want to get prayer, you can't too. Rotate out. <laughs>
Spirit. 